On tonight's episode of Sexploration with Monica, we're going to sexplore orgasm. And whether or not you've mastered one or multiple pathways to peak pleasure, our purpose is to inspire and inform you. So no matter if you've learned how to come six ways to Sunday, or if you've got that one old faithful way, and God knows I am with you, girl, if you're still going to have to play with your clitoris sometimes after this, you've got this. If no one else can make you come, you know you can. As much as the glorious wilderness of possibility beckons, and all the exciting different and new things that we can explore. I mean, how awesome is it that even the most experienced sexpert on this huge list of 15 orgasms for male-bodied persons and female-bodied persons, 15 orgasms for each, there's probably a few that you haven't had yet. And there's more to explore. Orgasmonaut, Susan Bratton. This is sex. Everyone gets what they want. This is sexploration. Explore. Play. This is sexploration with Monica. Sex is proof that God loves us and wants us to have fun. Sexploration with Monica at sexplorationwithmonica.com. Did you get a notification that it is recording? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Yay, it's maybe it's working. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Susan. Yes. It's a pleasure to have you on the show again. I don't know if this is the millionth episode of Sexploration with Monica that you've been on. <laughs> I'm throwing you a party. <laughs> I am ready to celebrate. Yes. I, I was saying, I think. Show again. I don't even know how many, how long have you been doing your show? How many years? When did you start? 14 years. Yeah. 14. I've, I've been coming on your show for 14 years. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> I love that about us. We've yeah, been me for too. so long. Yeah. <laughs> and you are doing the entire Bay Area, both Silicon Valley and Marin, sex coach and wellness expert, 34 books and counting, revive her drive, relationship magic, sexual soulmates, so many. I like thrust in time. That's a good one. Thrust in time. That was a funny one. I, um, like just in time, only thrust. Exactly. Yeah, that one's actually solves two of the biggest problems in one sex technique. It's how men can gain what I like to call ejaculatory choice or stamina. Mm. Come when you want to and not a minute or come when she wants you to and not a minute sooner <laughs> and help her have orgasms from penetration. Those are the, mm. I think the things that generally men suffer with stamina. They want to last longer. Mm. And, you know, a lot of men, some men, I mean, they can never quite come. There are, you know, people on the other end of the spectrum, but, really? and there are women who come very easily from penetration, but generally women struggle to come from intercourse. And yeah. it's much easier for them to access clitoral, external clitoral orgasms. And so I was like, how do I solve, how do I kill two birds with one stone? Totally. If you how do I solve this problem? And there's an ancient Taoist technique mm. that really helps 
slow him down mm. and give her the strokes she needs to achieve that climax. And so I wrote that book and I was coming up with a name and I'm like, mm, thrust in time. That's good. I always like him to be silly little clever things, you know? And so the, you're saying from penetration, so she's not playing with her clitoris at all. And nay, whoa, right. Hmm. Cause that way you don't have, cause you know how you have to make room for, to play with your own clitoris. You're like, you are obstructing my clitoral access folds. And so I need you to back up a little bit, maybe get on your knees kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll um, send a copy to you. It's, it's free download. It's at thrustintime.com. You can just download it, but you'll forget. So I'll just send it to you. (laughs) I want to baby you. Yeah, I'll just have 17,000 pieces of paper and not be sure which one I wrote it on. (laughs) But yeah, we're going to talk about the 15 orgasms, like male and female orgasms. Why don't we celebrate them all? Exactly. I think that's a great idea. And what's nice about it is that you can do them yourself or you can have some help getting them done. And there's a lot of people who are feeling really isolated and they're solo and they don't have somebody. And then there's people who are like, sick of their partners because they've been cooped up with them for a year and they're they like, are the That's the yeah oh hi i know you oh <laughs> yeah and so then i thought well why don't we just talk about orgasms that's like a universal favorite right and oh. i recently put together a list of the 15 kinds of male and the 15 kinds of female orgasm and people are like what there's not 15 kinds and i'm like yaha there's more than 15 kinds because number 15 is called wild card because there's all kinds of ways people achieve orgasm and so one of the things i was thinking that would be really fun is I, you know i don't get i'm on a lot of shows and podcasts and things but i'm usually not on that many shows with bona fide sexy experienced people like you And I thought this would be a great time for the two of us to make sure my list is complete and I didn't miss anything. And I think you're going to think of some things that I might not have. So my challenge for you, Miss Monica, Mm -hmm. exploration, fellow orgasmonaut, is what am I missing? Help me complete my list. Great. Let's do this. Let's do men first. Okay. People think, well, she comes first. So let's talk about women's orgasms because men, it's so easy for them to have orgasms. And one of the things that I I think about is that men are even more underserved in the orgasmic potential. In the pleasure part of it. I mean, they think about their orgasm, but they don't think about, they think about ejaculating, but they don't think about like pleasure. Yeah. You know, they have this kind of one path to orgasm right where they're like well I stroke my dick and I come I know how to do this one thing I'm really good at it (laughs) well and if you haven't really done more to experience the waves of pleasure that can go through your body full body pleasure yeah then maybe you would know yes so for men one of the very first things I like to let them know is that there's more than one kind of orgasm Then I like to talk to them about how their orgasm and their ejaculation systems are separate systems in their body. Totally. And then they can understand, oh, I can have orgasms without ejaculating. Because most guys, when you say like male multiple orgasm, they think, you mean when I was 18 and I could just come 
and ejaculate right. multiple times in a <laughs> right. row. And I had like almost no refractory period and I could like right. come three times. And I say, no, because that's such a short part of men's life that I, I, don't, I almost like discount that. That's like the, that's like your youthful party trick, you know, enjoy right. it while it lasts. But let's talk about what old what guys orgasms yeah. can be like. Yeah. <laughs> so the very first thing that helps for men in realizing that they can un uncouple ejaculation is that they can then begin to choose when they ejaculate. And I like to call that ejaculatory choice. Mm -hmm. So you get to come when you want to, or when your partner wants you to like, come for me, baby, come in me now, you know, and, mm -hmm. and guys really love a lot of guys really love and need that encouragement to ejaculate because so many people have been scared of semen, like, ew, you're going to, you're going to get comes going to get in me or, you know, like, you know, it's like, you're so afraid of semen because you don't want to get pregnant or whatever. Right. And right. I want men's semen and ejaculate to be like desired and celebrated. And just welcome. Like yeah. And it, welcome. You know, it's appropriately messy, right? Yes. And I want their penises to be worshipped right. and loved and between men being in the generation and the era of porn and 10 years old and they're already masturbating to porn and feeling dick shame because of size of giant right. porn cocks and stuff like that. Men are getting the short shrift in a lot of sex stuff these days. And so I really do, you know, I just want to empower everyone to come like a mother and in all different ways just, you know if you're gonna have an orgasm like really have one like or lots of them like don't just have a little crotch sneeze yes <laughs> so there's obviously the standard ejaculatory orgasm right. and you can learn how to accelerate and decelerate your urge to ejaculate mm. using Taoist techniques brought into the 21st century. Mm -hmm. One of the techniques that I partnered with a wonderful man named Jim Benson. I don't know if you know Jim. He'd be great on the show. He created Oh, I have him on the show. I would love to have him on the show. Let's do He's that. Such a doll. We he could have a threesome. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I love threesomes. He created a program called multi-orgasmic lover for men mm. and what it teaches is male multiple orgasm but it also teaches different kinds of orgasm and what it teaches is how to separate ejaculation from orgasm so you can begin to really feel all the pleasure mm -hmm. of sex and you're able to show your partner how turned on you are because you're not attenuating your pleasure feelings to keep from coming right if you have this ejaculatory choice where you can slow down and speed up your ejaculation when you want to you get the right. gas and the brake going in your body so right. you don't have to worry about coming too fast so you can just like right. feel so you don't have to think about dead puppies in the rain anymore you can think about actually how good this feels and you can show her how good or he show him or them how right. good they're making you feel because that's the other thing when men haven't learned how to gas and break their ejaculation urge then they're holding back they're holding back so then they're not showing their pleasure and then their partner's kind of getting cheated out of seeing how much 
they're turned on by them. Totally. So I think mastering ejaculatory choice is the single most important thing that a guy can learn if he has trouble with it. It includes learning how to accelerate it because some men have delayed ejaculation. And so using the power of the chi, chi breath and things like that to accelerate is, is all in multi-orgasmic your lover. And I brought some free techniques. They have long URLs. So I think we should just include them at the links below. But one of them is it's called the Ejaculatory Freedom Audio Collection. And it's all about male multiple orgasm, full body orgasm, the gassing and breaking, all of those different pieces. And it kind of explains how that works. Mm -hmm. And then I have another free book called How to Get Hard Instantly on Command. And what it has inside it are three <laughs> techniques that help you stay in your body and stay in the moment and mm -hmm. feel the pleasure without coming too fast. Right. So I'm going to give you links for both of those, because I think those are really nice gifts that are kind of the on-ramp to this knee breath technique, which is mm -hmm. the technique that uses a pelvic relaxation combined with a breath. And it's like a body-based technique that gives you the gassing and breaking on your ejaculation. So you can just speed up or slow down anytime, right in the middle of fucking anytime it works and you don't look weird. It's not like you have to, you know, like roll your eyes in the back of your head and do some freaky thing or anything. It's like, it right. feels good to her because it's actually a, the way that pelvic relaxation works is it's a hip drop. So it's kind of like Elvis swivel hips type of thing. And it mm. actually increases her pleasure. She's going to be like, do that me breath thing. That felt good. It's men tend to be more piston-like in their intercourse. Mm. And this is more of a rocking sensation that relaxes him and really gets good, nice G-spot stroking for her. So that's it's always good. Always good. Yeah. So the idea that you don't have to ejaculate when you come is like the foundation of a lot of the different types of orgasm for that men can have that they're not having. I like to think about heartgasms, mm -hmm. raingasms. I like to think about the notion that you can have a full body energy orgasm yep. without ejaculating. And then you can have another one and another one and another one. And you can totally. basically come without ejaculating and you can show your partner how good you feel. Yeah. And I mean, full body creas and the twitching and all of it. Yes. Yeah. So that, I think those are some of the types of orgasms that are very good. There's also something called the million dollar point it comes from Taoist practices and that's pressing up in the perineal area so that you actually have an orgasm but it doesn't the ejaculate doesn't come out of your penis it actually goes down through your bladder system oh you know I have heard about that from my dominatrix friends and it's called a retrograde ejaculation yes. and often people think that's a problem but when you do it in the Taoist way with the million dollar point on the right. perineal press, it's pleasurable. So that's another right. kind of orgasm. And then of course there's prostatic orgasms. So yeah. stimulating the prostate. And one of the things that I love to do is encourage men to have prostate orgasms for two reasons. Number one, it feels freaking incredible. The P spot is like our G spot. I mean, yeah. it's just absolutely 
body shatteringly explosive. You're right. But it's also super healthy because God, like every 70 year old man has something called BPH, benign prostatic hyperplasia, which is when prostate swells and then they have urination issues. They're up all night peeing. They have to stop Mm -hmm. drinking water at five o'clock in the evening. They get Mm -hmm. dehydrated or they got to go on a medicine or whatever because they weren't stimulating and milking that prostate, that gland Mm -hmm. just up there, up in their perineum, up inside their rectum, uh, about an inch in forward. That's where the prostate is. Yeah. And there are some very nice prostate massage tools. There's soft ones, there's hard ones, there's vibrating ones. And one of my favorites is a remote controlled, a wired remote controlled prostate vibrator. You can give it to your friend. You can put it up your husband or boyfriend's ass. You can get on them and ride their cock and drive their prostate vibration and give them what is called a blended orgasm. So when you incorporate the penis and the prostate, that's a blended P-spot orgasm for him. So that's another kind of orgasm that's really incredible. Guys, how many orgasms are you missing out on that you can still explore at whatever age you are? Exactly. There are also multiple non-ejaculatory orgasms of different kinds that you can have, whether those are full body or nipple or brain-gasms or heart-gasms. You can connect your cock and your heart and you can have a level of orgasmic pleasure from the love that you feel with your partner yeah that is much better than just coming and you have so many neurons in your heart there's also nipple gasms and I think a lot of men feel like my nipples don't have any sensitivity my nipples don't turn me on and I think a lot of that is programming and you can totally program yourself and ask your partner a little pleasurable sensation exactly Yeah, the more you stimulate your nipples at the same time that you stimulate your penis and your prostate, it's the trinity. You know, it's like your mouth, you can have orgasms from kissing. You can have orgasms from going down on a guy if that's what you like to do. You can have orgasms from your nipples being stimulated. These are erogenous zones that are highly available and easy to train for more pleasure. So they could, you can literally have an orgasm simply from nipple stimulation, or you can have an orgasm with nipple stimulation. That's right. There's plenty of people who don't have sensation in their genitals anymore because of an accident or something, and their erogenous zone is their earlobe. So if you focus on your own neural plasticity, you can train yourself to feel pleasure in all kinds of places. You have an erogenous zone underneath your eyelid. Nice. I did not know that. (laughs) How do you get to that? With a tongue or what? I guess you close your eyes and gentle pressure on the eyelid. And it, of course, helps if you're aroused because, of course, that everything does. Yeah. You know. Fascinating. And then then there's the kind of extracorporeal pleasures, such as kink, fetish, BDSM. So certainly a very simple one is paddling, flogging, etc. But I think there are many other paths to pleasure in that category. Would you name a few? When you're enjoying your partner's pleasure as a masochist, that to me is a very compelling 
kind of pleasure because it's completely disembodied and because you can see the joy in your dominatrix's face that she's so delighted that you're allowing her to play Mary Little had a little lamb, Mary had a little lamb on her on your testicles with the little biz, 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 biz. That does it for some people. And the pleasures of human sexuality, like the possibilities are endless. Yeah, so there's all kinds of unique and not unusual fetishes. Electrocution. Yeah, electrostim yeah. is another path. Violet wand. Mm-hmm, the violet wand. Yeah, so one of the great things about sex is that you can build on your skills and do orgasmic cross training as my friend sherry winston calls it i love that phrase orgasmic cross training where you know you have this certain path to get off so mm -hmm. now you kind of get yourself going on that path and then you add in the new thing you want to do like prostate stimulation right. or full body non-ejaculatory orgasms or whatever it might be or violet wand, you know, anything like that. And that then does a crossover and you start to come in a new way. So you're creating, as Monica said, all these new neural pathways. I think mm -hmm. that is where the sky is the limit as far as ways you can come, types of stimulation. And then of course you can incorporate fantasy and role play and things like that, yeah. which are also fun. So right. there's just a lot of opportunity for men to have many kinds of orgasms when they stop thinking that there's just one. Amen. A woman, everybody yeah. else. <laughs> exactly. And then let's, let's go through the female. List. Yeah. Female orgasms. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> well, of course, the very first one that is most women's go-to is tip of the clit orgasm. Yeah. But what is that? The, the glands? I think it is. Yeah. The glands It's called the glands. And you, exactly because the next thing I was about to say is that you can jerk the shaft of her clit off without even touching the glands. Yeah. Like a little tiny dick. New and skills. Exactly. That can feel really incredible. And one yeah. of the nice things is that a woman can really develop her clitoral engorgement and her clitoral structure mm -hmm. so that it becomes more puffy, more mm -hmm. filled with blood. There's a couple of things that you can do. One of them is you can get O shots, which are called orgasm shots. And they <laughs> are PRP, which stands for platelet rich plasma. Mm -hmm. And it's actually where you go to an O shot specialist. There's, they're all over the country. They're all over the world, really. And they, you, they take a, a little vial of your blood. They take a little blood draw. They put it in a, a centrifuge and they spin it and they take off the white and yeah, red blood cells. Yeah, it's your own. And it's then they just own. give it back to you. And they use what's called the fibrin rich right. matrix or the PRP. And they put cool. it in a little tiny needle and they numb you. And then they inject that into the clitoral shaft into the, it can be in the crora, it can be in the vestibular bulbs. That's actually called a wing lift. They can put mm -hmm. it up inside in the urethral sponge, which people call the G spot. They can put it anywhere there's been trauma. For example, I had a little pain in the opening to my vagina on the bottom of the, the, the sphincter muscle, the introitus, mm. that, you know, probably from my husband's giant dick got torn one day and it never really you know, there is a little ouchy spot that kind of gets a little out of sorts back there and you're like ah could you do something for that little 
little injection, huh? Yeah. So you take a little bit of that PRP fluid and you put it right in the ouchy spots, wherever your ouchy spots are. And then also up inside your vagina, where the bladder sling is to build tissue back up in that area in case you're getting incontinent. Mm. And what all that does is the clitoris and the urethra, the urethral sponge, the G spot, they're spongy erectile tissue. And they soak that PRP in and it stays there and it calls cytokines, which are good things actually, dog whistles to your body to come and bring the healing and growth factors from your blood plasma to that specific location. It's very targeted healing. And that builds new tissue and vessels and nerves because over time as we age we atrophy we desiccate because we we're not paying up. enough attention to our genitals exactly. in our junk too frequently <laughs> you know so the prp can actually make your clit get bigger so you can start out with a nice little clit boner and have a couple o shots and literally grow a little dick and the more that shaft gets yeah. engorged and the glands get engorged, the legs also get engorged and the mm -hmm. bulbs get engorged. And that, the more that's filled with blood, the more surface area there is, which sends more pleasure signals to your brain saying, this feels good. And right. the better you orgasm. Right. And there's another, I mean, there's a lot of pathways to pleasure, right? I've got 14 more. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. And, you know, you can just take time, even if you just wanted to delay orgasm and experience more engorgement. That's another way of making sure that the vulva is really, really, really engorged. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. You've got right. 14 more. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, good. The second one, of course, is the G-spot or what's really called the urethral sponge. Mm -hmm. And the G-spot loves pressure. It's up on the, on the roof of the inside of the vagina, uh -huh. just about a, you know, finger joint in. And it loves to be pleasured. And it's also the seat of a lot of emotions. So there's a lot of sexual healing that occurs with G-spot awakening and G-spot pleasuring. Mm. Often when you start, it feels ridgy. And for some women, it feels so hard and ridgy yeah. and tough. And then once they've had enough stimulation and they've been able to let go and relax, it relaxes into it and full of blood. Mm. And it actually pokes out of the vagina so that when you're fully engorged, your G-spot's fully engorged and you're having penetration of any kind, that G-spot is just getting a real right. nice then stroke on it as well. Right, then you more pleasure. Yep. Then there's, of course, the, what's called the A-spot or anterior fornix or cervical orgasm, which is deeper in and more penetration up toward the top. And there are a lot of women who really like to be deeply filled and to have that roof in the back stroked. And there are women who actually, once they're fully engorged, they really like their uterus, the, the cervix, the bottom of the uterus to, to be palpated with a toy or a dildo or a penis or mm -hmm. fingers tend to, unless you've got a short vagina and vaginas of course they lengthen when you get turned on so it's it right. to get back there so toys and things are good to get up in there so cervical orgasms are very very nice very fulfilling for a woman in a lot of ancient 
practices, they say that kind of like reflexology, the vag vaginal reflexology, the heart is the deepest up in there. So the heart center is touched with the deeper penetration. I have heard that cervical orgasm or the, it's more of a, like a creamy kind of like the, the vagina makes a, like a creamy kind of lubrication when the cervix is touched. I personally am not really relaxed enough around any particular partner that I have right now, but I'm like, yeah, let's go hard on my cervix, baby. But really warmed up. I can imagine that, yeah, and I, I think that heart, she also mentioned that the, the heart availability and uh, kind of more of, um, yeah, like, a, like the creamy, the creamy moisture, which I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, it's really interesting. The fluids change yeah. with levels of arousal, both in your vagina and your throat. So mm -hmm. When you're first starting out, it can be watery. And, and, and the, vagina's, the vagina doesn't have any glands. It's not a glandular tube. There's Bartholine's glands at the entrance, which are thought to be more antibacterial. But the lubrication actually comes from your blood plasma. And mm -hmm. it seeps down through the vaginal mucosa, the, the seven layers of the vaginal walls. And that's how it wets the vagina. Yeah. With Isn't that the, a miracle? The bomb. I'm just like, oh my God, that's my own blood plasma that's making me wet. Yes. Ah, and, and it's that lot. engorgement. You need that engorgement. So you need to take time with foreplay. Yes. You need a lot of stimulation. And for a lot of women, they think, oh, my libido's low. I'm dry. It's my right. hormones. But it's actually not necessarily your hormones that are making your libido low. Because when your estrogen drops, the ratio of estrogen to testosterone the testosterone actually spikes and mm -hmm. that should make you hornier. So a right. lot of women who go through menopause, they're, they actually get hornier. They're like, well, I can't get pregnant now. And I, I gave up worrying about my body and I can slow down and have really long pleasurable sex where I get fully engorged and I have a sex drive like I've never had. A right. lot of middle-aged women have a big appetite, bigger than they've ever had. I know I do. Right. But the Girl. thing that people are missing is that, just like our hormones wane, our nitric oxide production wanes. Mm -hmm. Nitric oxide is a, is a signaling molecule. It's a gas that your body makes that opens and closes. It constricts. It's called a vasodilator. And vasodilators. Yeah. So it's how Viagra works. It opens up the arteries in your penis and the blood flows in. And then once it gets full, it locks off and traps mm -hmm. it in there. Mm -hmm. But for women, because we have as much erectile tissue as men, but we have innies instead of outies, basically totally. we've got tissue wrapped completely around our vaginal opening and our vaginas. The thing that we end up getting low on is honestly less about hormones and more about the fact that we're low on nitric oxide. Mm -hmm. So Tim and I started a company the end of 2019 called The 20. And the very first product we launched was a, a, an organic nitric oxide supplement. Mm -hmm. I'll it up for you. It's called Flow. I can send you some. It's called Flow. And it has- huh. um, Wow. I know. Isn't that great? That's amazing. Me. I need some stuff. You know, because of the, okay. Can we talk about my vagina for a little bit? We must. I 
especially during the pandemic, my vagina just got dry as a bone. And I had to like go back on the NuvaRing, which it wasn't for birth control. I had to go back on the NuvaRing just to get some hormones and get some, a little bit of, like I was kind of missing my discharge. Yeah, you're missing <laughs> like, the wetness. I'm not very moisturous in there. Even my gynecologist said something. He's like, you're kind of dry in there. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, let me send you some flow. And I think you'll find that within 10 days, you'll feel more vaginal moisture. And even though how wet you are isn't correlated with how turned on you are, mm. when you're wet, you just feel more turned on anyway. You're just like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, I could fuck now, you know, and it just makes you feel like fucking. So, you know, it's just a happy thing. So it's actually nitric oxide that you're missing. You know, estrogen makes the walls of your vagina thin and start to get thin and brittle. But which is why you have to have sex more often. That's right. Use it or lose it, or at least masturbate internally. Right. I like vibrators that are like thrusters, yeah. like uh, Fun Factory has a pulsator line that's really nice. But taking organic nitric oxide is fantastic because not only does the blood start coming back to your brain and getting to your heart, it gets to all your parts, including the pelvic bowl. So you're making more moisture. You're able to get more blood flow for engorgement, which means your genitals are getting more puffy and fluffy, which means you're getting more surface area, which means you're getting a more intense orgasm back because as it shrinks, your orgasms feel less intense. Right. So this is what happens mm. as we age. And this is how you counteract that aging with something super simple. It literally, we get, we take organic watermelon, organic spinach, organic bitter cherries called just little cherries and huh. something called pine bark. It's a tannin that gets blood flow going. Oh, and right. Your, your pussy will get wet again. I have the wettest pussy I've had in my whole life, like wetter than when I was in my twenties. Winning! I know. Everybody loves a wet pussy. It's the best. Well, so, you love it yourself and that's let yeah, other so, people love it. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So I'll send some to you. I'll send you some bottles of flow. Tell me if okay. you like it and then I'll refill for you anytime you need it. Aww, um, and if you, as a listener or a viewer are interested, it's at the 20 store.com T H E two O it's the 20% of the stuff that actually works. Hmm. That's what it is. That's how I came up with the 20. It's the 20%. Oh. It's like, it's always an 80, 20, 80% of the stuff that you see out there is bullshit. What actually works. And that's what I used. I, I did a ton of research for yeah. many years, tested many formulations and I wanted something organic. So the 20 store.com. Right. Let's talk about intercourse orgasms without, yep. it's like, you don't even have to touch your clit because your vagina is surrounded by erectile tissue. Mm -hmm. And you can have orgasms just from intercourse, from penetration. It's hands-free. You can just come and come and come. So many women struggle with this that I created a series of videos on my betterlover.com site because there's something in there. If you're struggling to come, there's a piece you're missing and I don't well, know which one it is. Mm -hmm. And so I, I created this series. You just look up orgasms from intercourse or penetration orgasm. There's a playlist on better lover and I'll walk you through the checklist of things. And you'll be like, I didn't know that's the thing. I'm going to try that. And I get, I get so much success. Just women. If a woman is in a heterosexual monogamous relationship and she's having intercourse with her partner and she's not coming from it without having to like stick a vibrator between them or whatever, then it's just a matter of learning. All women can come just from intercourse alone without touching your clitoris at all. And it's, it's something that really helps 
in a way, save your sex life. Because if you're having intercourse and you're not coming, or you've got to put this thing between you, how long are you going to want to do that? You're going to feel like you're being masturbated in. Every time you do that, it's like one more brick in the wall of killing your sex life, creating the barrier to your desire. And so, Although we're uh, always positive of you having an orgasm, however you get there, there's so many more, just open up the possibilities of having more pleasure. Yeah. Or, orgasms Another are way. skills. Yeah. I mean, some few women are lucky and they can just come from intercourse and they got lucky, but all the rest of us just have to learn how, and because yeah. it's a learn, learn skill and every woman can do it. And I don't even want to hear about how your clitoris is too far away from your vagina or blah, blah, blah. That's not true. Your cl the clitoral tip is just the tip of the iceberg. Totally. You get a penis worth of orgasmic yeah. erectile tissue Around. surrounding your vagina. You've got your urethral sponge. You've got the clitoral legs. You've got the clitoral arms. You've got the perineal sponge. It's literally a bracelet of erectile tissue around and in the vagina. So it just needs to get plumped up. That's right. Although to be honest, I am habituated to the playing with my own clitoris. So I'm going to have to see when I have to do some scientific experiments on myself. <laughs> yeah. It's practice makes perfect. So not playing with your clitoris at all and having an orgasm. That sounds amazing. Well, the penis is playing with the clitoris as it's going in and out. Right. Try that thrust in time technique that I mentioned when we started the show. Mm -hmm. It really does the work for you. You're working too hard. I'm lazy. <laughs> I just want to get fucked and calm. Well, I am too, but I'm like, okay, get out of the way of my fingers because I need to play with my clitoris. He has to find a way to like be on his knees or something so that I can play with my clitoris. And I also need a certain amount of laxity in the skin around my clitoris. So if he's laying right on top of me, I'm like, hey, buddy, I need you to back up. Well, maybe you could believe that he could be right on top of you, kissing you, playing with your breasts, whispering how beautiful you are in your ear while he's penetrating you and you're just coming the whole time. I'm open to all the possibilities. I'm also Good. open, of course, to doing that and then having an orgasm and then going back to something, you know what I mean? Like, oh, mix, mix it, up. it up. But yes, absolutely. No, that's a very interesting, I mean, maybe then that would be easier to be multiply orgasmic yeah. because you have multiple ways. You don't have to just have that one clitoral orgasm. That's just leaving a lot of fun on the table, right? You got a lot of ways totally. to yeah, that's why we're talking about the 15 kinds of orgasm because we want you to have them all. Yeah, so right. the, next, the next one is the perineal orgasm. So at the bottom of, at the, in the inside of your vagina, right at the entrance to the cave on the bottom between mm -hmm. your rectum and your vagina is something called your perineal sponge. And it's like the lower G spot. It's a, a spongy erectile tissue mass. It kind of is like a mini prostate. And one of the reasons why a lot of women love anal sex mm -hmm. is not just because the anus itself is filled with nerve endings mm -hmm. or that they're wired such with their pudendal nerves that they get extra stimulation from anal sex. There's also the fact that the perineal sponge gets stimulated really well with anal sex. You can get to it through the vagina and you can get to it through the anus. Hmm. And one of the nice things is to, when you're fingering a woman is to put a finger, put two, once she's accepted 
and open to two fingers and you get two fingers in here, you can crook them and you can stimulate the G-spot and the perineal sponge at the same time. That's a really nice blended orgasm where you're getting the top sponge and the bottom sponge with the fingers. So I think that's one of the reasons why many women like fisting. Not only is it filling, but it's really stimulating both the sponges top and bottom. Mm. So because you've got all that erectile tissue, bottom, top, the opening to the vagina, the lips, the labia, inner and outer, the clitoris on the top, the shaft itself, the glands, the arms. I mean, there's so much erectile tissue in there that really, once you get that all puffed up, you know how like day three sex always feels incredible because you're so engorged and your pussy's just like exploded open. Mm. That's what we're talking about. <gasps> oh yeah. Like the long weekend, the longy, you know, not the just that. quickie. I'm actually, a, I take a firm stand against quickies. I think they're, against? I think they're yeah, because they just leave so much pleasure on the table okay. that I would rather just schedule time to have a lot of lo long um, time to longies. warm up. Yeah, I want the longies. The next one is breastgasms. Mm. Nipples and breasts can be so sensitive mm -hmm. that you can literally just lay your woman back on you or your man, because we talked about nipple gasms for men totally lay your partner back let them completely relax and rest lube up their chest and just play with their nipples and come them and come them and come them and the more you do it the more you come and the mm -hmm. better you get and they're amazing i also like the fact that the holy trinity is the mouth the breasts and the pussy mm -hmm. and when you can stimulate them all simultaneously you're going to increase her pleasure threefold so right. the breastgasm is wonderful. The mouthgasm. Linda Lovelace was right in deep throat. We have clits in our throats. There's erectile tissue inside our throats, right at the opening to the epiglottal sphincter on each side that when stimulated, not only gives you orgasms, but it can literally make you ejaculate because that tube is... What, it's, it's, it's a we're structure. all connected it's connected from the bottom to the top and so when she's stimulating her throat with a penis or a dildo she can start to come and it the fluid in her mouth changes as she gets more and more turned on and surrenders herself to that mm -hmm. pleasure just like the vagina changes and it'll go from, you know, clear watery fluid to that white kind of foam mm -hmm. starts out with almost like pre-cum, mm. slippery, clear, viscous fluid. Mm. And then she can start to have orgasms that she'll stop and almost like water will come out. Mm. And then as she keeps going, it'll get foamy and white mm. and she'll be literally a ejaculating from her mouth and she can be ejaculating from the bottom and the top at the same time if a woman mm. allows herself to really surrender to her pleasure she can be quite effusive with her fluids and her orgasms you know if a woman lets herself go there right if her partner encourages her right she can and she really and she feels safe exactly safe and turned on that's the combo for desire yeah. so there's mouthgasms there's neckgasms, you know, there's both erectile tissue inside and outside on the neck. You know how your nose tingles when you get turned on? There's 
tissue here. That's why those hickeys felt so good when you were a teenager that you've forgotten about. Mm -hmm. You can suck on a neck and get a woman off or a man off. It's there. <laughs> and there's personal. the pheromones and the, you can get more. I mean, that's why people like it so much right there. Mm, I didn't know that. There's That's where you stimulate the pheromones? Yeah. Well, you can, you know, taste them off of another partner. Like get high off of their pheromones. Ooh, that's sexy. I love that. <laughs> pheromones are definitely a thing. One of the things I offer two different brands of pheromones to the people who follow me on my on my newsletter and people buy them like crazy and they love them. Some people are like, it didn't do anything for me. And other people are like, dude, I put this shit on and my wife just jumped on me. So different people, we wash everything off now. We don't have our body scents anymore. And pheromones are a real thing that attract us to other. Mm -hmm. So using the synthetic version of pheromones and taking a shower is a, a very good combination. Foot oh, and then in a longer relationship, you could play with that heady new relationship energy when you, cause you know, you are gonna normalize to your partner's pheromones after what, three to nine months. So you can like get a whole new batch of pheromones and then really go for it. Most then definitely. lick some new ones off of them. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. The one thing I would say about using exogenous pheromones, you know, like exogenous right. synthetic pheromones right. is use them sparingly. People hmm. always think it's more like cologne. The more I use, the better it is. It, no. You have to use the tiniest little amount or it's just too much. Right. They're powerful. So what I always say to people is more is not better. Totally. Just a little dabble do ya. The next one is footgasms. If you, especially for women, a lot of women can come from having their feet rubbed, especially if you treat the foot like a penis and you jerk it off, you get it real soft and real loose and real fluid. And then you actually stroke it with that kind of hand, hand whipping, if you will. I don't know how to, how, what do you describe this motion as this like jerking off? Motion. Oh, huh. mm, I don't it's know. Little, it's got a little I mean, flick to, to me. That's like a foot job, right? Yeah. That's a foot job. And then you can also, what they call is shrimping when you suck on the feet. It feels really amazing. Like when you have your big toe sucked on, it really is like having a penis on the bottom of your feet. And then it's yeah. so, yeah, it's shockingly orgasmic. I love it. Me too. <laughs> Let's get some. Let's get us some. So footgasms and then bellygasms. There's mm -hmm. the big muscle that runs from the pubic bone up is called the erectus abdominis. And if you squeeze it, if you wrap your fingers around it and send sexual energy through your fingertips to the thumb on the other side of that muscle and you squeeze that muscle, you can elicit an orgasmic response. You can make a girl or a guy orgasm from that. If they're this open is like to an it. abdominal massage. It is like abdominal massage, but it's more like sending energy and squeezing that muscle up and down. And when they completely relax, you can get them so turned on that they'll come. Okay. Then there's, of course, the energy orgasms, which we've talked quite a bit about, full body energy orgasms, just letting, we talked about that with regard to men. And we also talked about it with regard to the fact that your mouth and your pussy and your ass are two ends of a tube. And you can run full body orgasms all the way up and down the whole thing. 
if you're going down on a cock, you can also squirt and have orgasms from your pussy, you know, like things like that. So a full body energy orgasm can just be a body contracted orgasm. That whole system is covered by something called the lumen, which is the light source. And it's where you run the light through you. You run the mm. sexual energy, the orgasmic energy through your whole body. Oh, so I love that. It's so, be that's so beautiful. I've never heard of the lumen. Yeah, L-U-M-E-N, I take that's it. That's it, the lumen. Yeah, that's what holds all that stuff in, your alimentary system, mm. etc. And then, of course, there's the think-off which is erotic hypnosis, where you can just have phone sex and your partner can just command yeah. you to come, mm -hmm. you know, hypnotize you and command you to come. So I love those. That's always a really good one. And then there's female ejaculatory orgasms. We talked about G-spot orgasms very early on, G-spot awakening, G-spot pleasuring, but also ejaculation. So pleasuring such that fluid comes out and the fluid is very similar to the vaginal fluid the lubrication in the vagina but it it's fluid that's recruited from your blood plasma it goes down these little tubes called skeins glands into your urethra which is your pea shoot goes from your bladder out your body above your vagina and when you have an orgasm and contraction you expel this fluid and it's not pee and mm -hmm. all women can do it and mm -hmm. some women don't even need their g-spots touch they do it from intercourse so they do it from just having a clitoral orgasm mm -hmm. nice fast back and forth across the clit and mm -hmm. take your hand off and the fluid will squirt out mm -hmm. using g-spot toys is really good i've got a g-spot guide that i can give you guys for free i gotta look up what the url is where is it g-spot show me the g-spot i think it's called g-spot g-spot guide Oh, crap. I don't have it on here, do I? <gasps> I have so many free gifts. I never remember what it is. Just look up Susan Bratton G-Spot book or G-Spot guide. One of the things that's really important is when you start using G-Spot tools, G-Spot tools are amazing. Like the Enjoy Pure one. There's a couple of really, the Bee Kitty. There's a couple of things that they feel so much better than fingers even, or just totally different and awesome at G-spot pleasuring and female ejaculation. But the problem is that they're also like weapons, these things, and you can hurt a woman when you use them. And so in that, when you get the book, you get an email from me that says, here's a video, it's explicit. You're gonna see a Yoni squirting and you're gonna see the toys that I recommend being used and don't watch it if you don't want to see anything explicit, but here's the link if you do. Because I didn't want to do a book, a free book on what G-Spot toys I recommend. If I did, and I, I worked with Serene, oh gosh, what's Serene's last name? That COVID rebooted my brain. She was so wonderful to work with. She really gave me a lot of great ideas for that book. You don't want to hurt your partner. And there's very specific ways yeah. to use G-Spot toys and they are not intuitive. So I didn't want to do a book about toys without doing a video that showed you how to use them. And there's no videos. You can't, there's no videos on porn about it. And there's no videos on YouTube about it because they're not going to show vaginas. So it's like the one place you can go to get good advice about how not to hurt your partner and how to coax incredible Amrita and liquid orgasms out of your woman. And yeah. women love to squirt. Yeah, when they're with a partner, really good, and it's amazing that it's hidden from us. 
not for long and not if we have anything to not do. anymore not on susan bratton's watch hells nah so <laughs> female ejaculatory or squirting orgasms and by the way a lot of women ejaculate without the orgasm it's just like we started talking at the very beginning of the thing where we talked about the ejaculation and the orgasm are separate systems in a man they're separate systems in a woman too mm -hmm. so women are like well i i squirted but i don't think i came and i'm like right you can squirt without an orgasm or you can have an orgasm and then squirt or you can squirt and have an orgasm at the same time. Right. So don't be surprised about that. That's perfectly normal. Right. And it's it's not pee and every woman can do it. I have to say that one million times. <laughs> no, no. It's it, people. Repetition is sacred. It's not pee. And every woman can have an ejaculative orgasm. And every woman can also come from penetration without touching their clit because the clit is wrapped around the vagina and it just needs enough engorgement. The next kind of orgasm, and I've only got two left, is an expanded orgasm. Now, some people, especially here in the Bay Area where we are, have heard about orgasmic meditation because they've been familiar with one taste. Mm -hmm. um, stroking, the, oming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the oming. It's a clitoral stroking technique. And there are many, many people who have done various versions of this. It started at Moore University in Lafayette, California in the 70s, and it's been called everything from extended orgasm to expanded orgasm to extended massive orgasm to the butterfly effect to the Venus technique to orgasmic mm -hmm. meditation to oming. It's basically mm -hmm. a five-step deliberate orgasm. Mm -hmm. orgasm thank you exactly there's the welcome method there's the right. uh, welcome consensus does the welcome method there's there's just a lot of schools there's, there's a lot of schools and they're all teaching the same thing pleasure it's one stroke and what the stroke does is it lets a woman go into and by the way you can do this to the penis too it yeah it, on the it, frenulum it's a culmination of things but really what it is is a very very light stroke that allows a woman to get into an orgasmic moment of climax and stretch that moment of climax out like you're pulling taffy, like you're time warping her orgasm. And I wanted to provide, you know, orgasmic meditation, one taste, the oming thing was you could just stroke anybody's genitals, you didn't even need to know them type of thing. And what I wanted was a program where couples could learn together that incorporated more heart connection, less transaction, and was a couple's practice that could be done till the day you die, whether you can get a heart on or not, mm -hmm. um, as something you can do to learn how to achieve incredible conjoined trans states of spiritual, sexual bliss and orgasm where you can come for an yeah. hour. You can come until you just need to get a drink of water and take a break or you get hungry. Yeah. And Dr. Patty Taylor wrote that for me. She's one of my sexual mentors and she wrote Expand Her Orgasm Tonight. And if you go to expandherorgasmtonight.com, there are three free pleasure reports that explain what an expanded orgasm is, is different than multiple orgasms or a single climax. And then it also teaches you a technique called touching for rapture. And it also teaches you something called peaking, which is how you basically toggle the nervous system to get even more intense orgasms out of a girl. So that's a really nice type of an orgasm. Tim and I have had a 15 year expanded orgasm practice. I'm actually going to have a, a date with him, a due date. We call it deliberate orgasm, mm -hmm. a due date after this session. We're going to do that tonight. <laughs> 
And then the final one is the full body energy orgasm, which is the same for men and women, where you just run orgasmic energy without even needing to have a specific kind of orgasm. And then number 15 is the wild card. And that could be anything, kinks, your fetishes, spanking, flogging, anything that you can dream up. A breathgasm. I know someone who can have an orgasm in an MRI without touching herself. Nice. Fantastic. There you go. The sky is really the limit orgasmically. And really what I love to do when I talk about these, you know, 15 types of orgasms is just make people aware that there's just a lot of pleasure to be had when you are a couple and you can learn new skills together. It really keeps the new relationship energy very hot in your relationship so that your sex stays on that upward pleasure spiral. So you're learning together. I really encourage that with couples, especially monogamous couples. So if your sex life has flatlined in the pandemic, I've given you lots of new things that you can try. Yeah. We can go back to a previous episode of Sexploration with Monica, where you talked about the breast massage techniques and how you can just like really relax into pleasure. Maybe I met someone on Tinder. I'm doing the pandemic Tinder, so... Send me some positive relationship energy. He has really sensitive nipples. Nice. So I'm really excited about that because a lot of guys are just really like, oh, don't touch them. You know, maybe they don't want to be more stimulated or something like that. And they're kind of afraid of pleasure. And so it's really fun for me. You know, it's really fun for women to give men pleasure too. Oh, yeah. So just know that making yourself available for more pleasure is a beautiful gift that you can give your partner for Valentine's Day or just any time that you connect with them. Susan Bratton, it's such a pleasure always to have your grace and beauty and expertise on sexploration with Monica, all your different programs and the research that you do is so profound. I'm just super impressed with your work. I love our 14 year love affair. The fact that we keep co-creating and how beautiful and sexy you just continue to be. You look gorgeous today. You too. So great to have you on Sexploration with Monica. You can subscribe to Sexploration with Monica on YouTube now and watch all the explicit hand gestures. Mm. Sexperts in their natural habitat. <laughs>